Okay, so we are continuing the Summer on the Mount series. Uh, this is week three, and so far we've talked about true crime, which was week one, in which we talked about anger and just how bad it is to hold it on. Now, obviously, from, from a faith perspective, uh, when Jesus is talking about this, and this is what's so cool about the Sermon on the Mount, when he's talking about anger, uh, he's talking about it from the perspective of faith that, that he is saying, don't do this because it's like murdering somebody, uh, it, it's not how you should act as a Christian, etc. But he's also saying, for your own sake, regardless of what you believe, like for your own sake, it's a better way to live, to not hold on to grudges, to not hold on to anger, to not murder people in your hearts. And then last week we talked, we took that a step further uh, into loving enemies and how hard that is, especially when they don't love you in return. But again, how if you live your life, and, and faith is a huge part of this for us, for me, especially uh, with, with this, because there are people that would argue, well, why do I love my enemies if, if not for Jesus? Uh, now, Jesus would say, yes, that is, is one of the reasons you do it, because I said so, but mainly, this will also give you a better life. Because again, if you are able to go through life uh, loving enemies and, and praying for people and, and not holding on to those grudges, not holding on to that anger, not hating people, not being like we see so much in the world, then your life is going to be better. So everything in Sermon on the Mount is about making your life better as well as your faith, and, and it's just so amazing. Um, this week I'm going to talk from talk about uh, For Good is the title, and I'm going to talk about generosity and just giving to those in need and, and helping others and being aware of needs. Uh, and so I want to start with Matthew 6, 1 through 4, uh, continuing in the Sermon on the Mount. Uh, watch out. Don't do your good deeds publicly to be admired by others, for you will lose the reward that your Father in heaven, you will lose, lose the reward from your Father in heaven. When you give to someone in need, don't do as the hypocrites do, blowing trumpets in the synagogues and streets to call attention to their acts of charity. I tell you the truth, they have received all the reward they will ever get. But when you give to someone in need, don't let your left hand know what your right hand is doing. Give your gifts in private, and your Father who sees everything will reward you. So what he's saying here is obviously uh, twofold again, and it's definitely, he's using it to compare, he's using this this sermon to compare uh, what the Pharisees do, what a lot of the people did at the time. Um, they would give and they would do good deeds like that, but they would do it very loudly and very publicly, basically holding a bullhorn and saying, look at me, look at me, look at me. This is what makes me awesome. This is why you should follow me. And so he's saying, do good, and, and yet don't do that. Like, he's not saying that if somebody finds out that you mowed their yard, or if somebody knows that you gave them some money, or, or uh, whatever, that you should lie about it. It's okay to talk about it. What he's saying is not to use it for the purposes of making your life better. Uh, giving to people in need, and helping them, and doing good, and being like him, doing all of those things. And sometimes it will be in public. Sometimes people will know what you're doing. Sometimes people will hear about it. And again, that's okay. It's trumpeting it, and making it sound like you're awesome, and doing a lot of the things that, that the Pharisees are doing, and that we see uh, in life today. Um, for one thing, one thing to know, though, is it's still good. Like, a good deed done for the wrong reason still does good for people. Uh, and so it helps those people. It just affects you negatively. Um, one of the things you hear about a lot or see a lot is there's a lot of billionaires in the world today. Uh, and many of them, and I'm not going to say all, but many of them will give millions of dollars to charity a year. And their purpose 
uh, is to save money on taxes or to keep from paying taxes and, and all of that. Now, the good done with that money is still good. But if, and again, I'm not saying all because I don't know their hearts. I don't know why they do things. I'm just saying that's what a lot of people say. If their intent is to get the tax write-off and that's why they do it, then that's the reward. That's what Jesus is saying. Again, the good can still be done and good is still done with that money. And it's so good that they're doing that, but they're getting the reward by, by doing it for the wrong reasons. Um, Another thing that you'll hear is people should have to work for the money. They shouldn't uh, be given anything as a handout. Um, there are a lot of things in different churches uh, talking against social justice and, and different things like that, and that's defined differently depending on how people want to define it. But if you go back as far as to when God gave the commandments and all of the commands to Israel in Leviticus and Deuteronomy and, and somewhat in Exodus, um, there are a lot of things about helping people in need and giving and being generous and a lot of things that would be termed today social justice are, are termed then just doing what God says. Now, why do people change it? Because over time, uh, we get this feeling of, well, I had to struggle. I had to do this. I had to do that. So I shouldn't have to give this. And largely it's because we let politics get into things that politics shouldn't be in. Um, it is easy to point at something like the welfare system and find people that maybe misuse it or uh, find someone who uh, does take money that shouldn't and etc. That happens. It's still rarer than the other way where the people actually need it and it's much rarer than rich people who don't give money and who hide their money and don't pay taxes etc. But regardless, we think of things like that and we think, well, that's not fair because I have to pay and I have to do this. And we internalize it, but it all becomes political. If churches and if Christians actually gave the way that God called us to do, if we lived in that generous way that, that we're supposed to, then there wouldn't be a need for systems like that. Like it would just be everybody helping everybody. And that's not communism. It's just everybody helping and being there and, and, and working together and not caring necessarily about money. Again, that's not everybody gives everybody everything, etc. I'm not going to get into that. What I'm just going to say is when you see someone in need, give. That's what Jesus is saying. Not for any purpose other than the fact that they need it. If you can. Now, for most of us that are, are listening, we don't have a lot of money to give, and so it becomes giving time, giving prayer, giving love, uh, giving help, maybe buying a sandwich, like different things like that. Um, I want to go to a couple other scriptures, and even though they're not in the Sermon on the Mount, they're still uh, important to this message to, to back it up. Um, this is Mark 12, 41 through 44. And this is, Jesus sat down near the collection box in the temple and watched as the crowds dropped in their money. Many rich people put in large amounts. Then a poor widow came and dropped in two small coins. Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth. And he, Jesus called his disciples to him and said, I tell you the truth. This poor widow has given more than all the others who are making contributions. For they gave a tiny part of their surplus, but she, as poor as she is, has given everything she had to live on. Now, it's not an accident that this was a widow because over and over in the Bible, God said, give to widows, give to orphans, give to people who need it. That doesn't mean only to widows and only to orphans, but those are the categories of people who most needed it, especially at that time. And so Jesus is saying, this person who should be on the other end of receiving things and maybe is giving like 50%, 75% of her salary, of the money that she has, is doing it out of the kindness of her heart because she wants to make do with what she has and she thinks somebody else needs it more. Whereas a lot of the Pharisees and a lot of people would walk in and just drop in the same amount, but it's like a percentage, uh, uh, like 1% of everything that they have. And again, good is still done and some people can give what they can give, etc. 
But the point is, even today, in today's world, if you go through the statistics, and I'm not going to throw stats at you, but if you go through the statistics, um, it tends to be that people who uh, are in the lower income classes, like middle class, lower class, uh, give more percentage-wise than people in the upper classes. Um, and that is often, again, not always, nothing is 100%, but that is often because they understand what it means to need something. Um, I have personally been in a situation where I really was counting pennies and barely paying bills and barely able to scrape by and almost in poverty. And so I get it. I get how easy it is um, when you're comfortable for a while, when you have a job, when you have a career, when uh, maybe your parents ha have raised you and, and they've taken care of you and they have taken care of their own finances. And so everything's good and you're able to go to college and you're able to get a job, etc. And you don't have to worry about that. It's very hard to imagine being homeless or uh, losing everything, uh, going bankrupt, all of those things. And so there's somewhat of a thing as we grow, we see people who are in that situation. It's like, well, why? What, what, how did this happen? How could, what decisions did they make? Well, as I said, when I was in that situation, I was like one or two bad things from happening from being uh, completely without money myself and then eventually homeless. Uh, now, those things didn't happen for me. For some people, they do. And it's not always on account of you. Are there people who make the wrong decisions? Sure. But that's not always how it works. Sometimes people get laid off. Sometimes uh, there are things like COVID that shut down the economy. Sometimes the economy is just bad. Sometimes things happen. Sometimes people have to uh, do something because they have so many medical bills or because something bad happened or because, etc. I can give you a million reasons. And this isn't to scare you, but it's most people, especially in, in you know our class, are are not as far away from from homelessness as we would like to think, because just a few things happening in in the wrong way or just a few things going wrong can really lead to to struggle. And if more people understood that, more people would give. Now again. Just because you might be in the middle class or whatever doesn't mean you have like a lot of income to give. Uh, I know that for me, there's still a lot of bills that I have. And, and with Stevie and, and uh, her diabetes, like there's a lot I pay into that. And I have help with that. But there's still a lot that I, I pay into that. And so that takes a lot. And then there's all these other things. And so there are always going to be bills. So, so I know that, that tithe is one thing. And I know this. I know that. I don't look at it as a percentage thing. I look at it as a heart thing and giving what you can give when you can give it and helping people how you can help them when you can help them. But above that, I want to read this last part, and this is Old Testament. It's Proverbs twenty-eight twenty-seven. Whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing, um, but those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. So whoever gives to the poor will lack nothing. Basically, he's saying, this is Solomon, but he's saying, uh, if you give your time, your money, your, your heart to the poor, you're going to be okay because God will supply your needs. But more than that is the second part. Those who close their eyes to poverty will be cursed. That does not mean that if you cannot give money to people, then you're cursed. It means if you close your eyes to it, if you pretend it's not happening, if you don't care about it, if you blame them for all of that, and you're like, well, I struggled, so they should have to struggle, and things like that. And we hear that way too much in churches sometimes. Um, because again, we get very political and we get involved in all of this. But with all of this, it comes back to what Jesus said. It's like, do good. Do it. That's, that's what it comes down to is be like him. Give what you can. Jesus did not have money really at all. Like they didn't go around making money. Uh, they paid taxes as we see throughout the Bible. Um, and he had been a carpenter. And so he had a little bit, but nothing that, that would put him even in middle class in our estimation. Um, and yet 
he gave of his time. He gave of his heart. Uh, I'm sure that his disciples gave when they could, but it's not about money. It's not about pretending that you don't have money if you do either. It's about your heart and it's about giving and it's about helping and it's about seeing the needs of others. That is among the most important things is seeing the needs of others, not vilifying people because they're in a different class or because they're in a different environment or because they have different or or fewer opportunities or more opportunities. Uh, Money shouldn't come into that. It's about seeing people as people, doing what you can to be like Jesus and giving what you can, when you can, how you can, but above all, seeing those needs, praying for those needs, loving those people, and helping them and knowing that how we treat people uh, comes back a a thousandfold on us. Now, that's not a karma thing, but it's serious. Uh, How we treat people, people notice and they see and they make determinations of, is this person somebody that I want to be like? Do I want to follow them to church? Are they living it out? And and that's not a judgy thing, but, but it's we are supposed to be like Jesus in this world. And what he says is, what we do. And he said, do good. Don't do it for the sake of others. Don't do it for the sake of, of pumping yourself up or, or, or uh, getting on Facebook or TikTok or whatever. Don't do it for the sake of taxes, etc. But do it because other people need it and do it because it's the right thing and do it because it's good. And if you don't have money, pray, love, hope, but notice the needs and notice when you can help. Notice where you can help and do your best to treat others as you'd want to be treated. And that's all I've got.